on the back of a busy January transfer window, the Latics managed to keep hold of their star asset in Nick Powell. We look back on the Gillingham results at home with another three points in the bag. Look forward to Southend away and the visit of Blackpool. I'm Simon Gregory and this is the Progress with Unity podcast. Welcome everybody uh, to the Progress Music Podcast. Thanks for the intro, sign. No problem. One take wonder. One take wonder. That's that's what you'll be known as in future. Yeah. One take wonder. Um, we've got quite a, a few things to talk about this uh, this evening. Uh, obviously, the big news uh, doing the rounds at the moment are the new owners. They seem to have been identified, uh, but we're not quite sure who they are. But we'll we'll have a chat about them a little later on. Uh, we've got in somebody who knows all about uh, clubs tr- struggling with the finances. We've got Stuart in, who's a Bolton fan uh, tonight. He's going to cast his jealous eye over our club, <laughs> I should imagine. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Stuart? I'm very well, thank you very much. Good. Uh, have you enjoyed this season? Um, yeah, because I've been watching Wigan as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen some winning football. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, obviously, we've got Gareth. Uh, not working to this evening, are you? No, not tonight. No, no. Fortunately, got the night off. Good stuff, Adam. It's good to be here. It's good for you to be here too, yeah. And Adam. Hello, Barry. Yeah. Uh huh. Right, and I've already said hello to you, Si. So Paul's missing tonight. Mmm. Babysitting, I believe. That's what he said. Anyway. That's what they all say. Yeah. Less editing for you. <laughs> Awfully. Right, okay, let's let's crack on then. Uh the first thing we're gonna look at is the uh Jellingham game on Saturday when uh we managed to get two very comfortable points. Uh, sorry, three very comfortable <laughs> points. Yeah, by eighties. Courtesy of two goals. Um Gareth, have you got the stats from that game for us please? Yes, the stats from the game. Wigan Athletic versus Gillingham possession. Fifty nine percent possession to the Latics and forty one percent to Gillingham. Attempts. Wigan managed 19 attempts, Gillingham 7. On target, the Latics managed 8 on target, Gillingham 2. Corners. 7 to Wigan, 5 to Gillingham. Fouls committed, 12 each. Yellow cards, none to Wigan and 3 to Gillingham. No red cards and the most important stat of all, Wigan Athletic 2, Gillingham 0 and another 3 points. Absolutely. Um... Two excellent goals, I thought. Did you go to the game, Stuart? I was there. Yeah. Two. Ac- so, I mean, seeing some goals at an own game, it must be quite refreshing. <laughs> 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 to be fair, it's the last six weeks. He didn't even leave yeah. anyway. oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I suffered through all those nil-nils as well over Christmas, didn't I? So. Yeah. I think what was a very interesting start that Paul Royley uh, tweeted, that nine of the starting eleven were actually Gary Caldwell signings. Uh, so that I think one thing that it shows that uh, instability of players in and out, in and out, in and out has, has settled down because we've had them for at least what eighteen months, haven't we? Mm. At least eighteen months. So uh, it's quite good. Yeah, the two that weren't were Dunkley and Walton. Yeah, yeah the, the, the the two. Uh, Griggs goal, Sai. Cross from the. Don't tell me you forgot it already. No, no, I'm just waiting for you. I thought you were going to introduce the uh, the goal. 
Big up, yeah. Uh, what looked like a, a shot from Rhys James, he thunders across the six yard box, didn't he? Uh, yeah, it was cracking, more or less, first time pass, wasn't it, in from mm. James? And mm. he, he rightly got the plaudits from the players, didn't he? But that's where Griggs best in the mixer and just keep calm, decide whether it's coming out, and defenders don't want to really get a touch on it. And then Griggs there just to poke it home and get us on our way. It was a matter of. Well, minutes, weren't it? Yeah, yeah what was it seven minutes in? Off Something like that. Well, yeah, that's that's where he's best. And, you know, it was his fiftieth goal, wasn't it? Um, on Saturday, you look for at us. The, uh, yeah, yeah, for us. And you look at the montage of the goals that the club have done, and a lot of them are of similar ilk, aren't they? They're in that area, and that's where he's best. And that's where we didn't utilise him really last season because we weren't playing that style of football. Were we? we weren't getting the ball in the box, do we? No, we're trying to or trying to <laughs> walk it in. Yeah, there. there's no one. Our uh, full-backs weren't getting past the halfway line. Were this season, you just think, you know. And he's, he's, he's come to life again in the same time they did 18, 24 months ago. Mm. Then a uh, shot after that, Nick Powell thunders in an header. What an header that was too. Great corner, met it with such force at the, the near post, bang. It's like the, the Oxford one, that wasn't it? A similar goal. You know, it's good having that option in there. It's usually your, your centre-house, isn't it, who um, get them sort of goals, but... Powell's you know, is really good in the air, isn't he? Gets him, seems to get in the right position, he's strong. And most of the time, if he gets that chance, he'll, he'll score it. It's a good car, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Which is something we've, we've lacked with yeah. recently. You know, or, you know, previous years, it's always first man or just, it's, it's, they've been weak, haven't they? But yeah, it was really cool. Powell, wasn't it? Max Powell, yeah. He's stepped up since Evans gone. Oh, he's uh, been fantastic. He was our set piece taker, and we didn't really know Powell had. He's, he's definitely improved on the corners and the uh, free kick delivery, so you know he's pretty much a straight straight replacement. He's been since come back in the team. Hasn't he? There's some, you know, people have watched the article about Nick Powell, and you could see why other suitors wanted him. But I thought he was class. You know, just little touches here and there, and taking players out of the game. He he was commanding, I think, for the, for the majority of that game. Is he ten million pounds worth though? If I you went up, I think on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I think we. You, I don't think. I know we'll talk about Chan. Probably the looking back on the transfer market in a bit. But can you put a value on any player now? The market's mad, isn't it? So he is what he is. Isn't he really? He's a he's a great player for us. Can you put a price on him? <coughs> Who knows really? I thought uh, Gillingham provided a lot of entertainment though. I mean that goalkeeper was so big. He, he reminded me of Rocky Four. Uh, the. What, Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago, yeah, he just, oh, and I thought he was going to be really stiff, and I think the first 20 or so minutes, he looked that way, when he tried to dribble the ball, do you remember that, early, yeah. early in the game? <laughs> he did two people and then messed it up. He did, yeah. His first couple of skills were quite good, yeah, and then he yeah. did what a goalkeeper normally does, yeah, bottled it. <laughs> and I think, on the deck as well, he was quite weak, wasn't he, because he couldn't get himself down. He must have been six foot six. And, and 18 stone of pure muscle he was a big lad he was a big lad and then Eves when he had his issy fit and yeah. he ended up getting getting yeah, booed getting oh but he had the crowd going isn't it it was brilliant and the more like the crowd tomorrow, right? oh it was fantastic <laughs> yeah. but if I'd have been the referee I'd have showed him a second yellow you know because as soon as he gave him that he, he didn't just do it once or twice he did it three times mm. to him so yeah, he'd have got a, definitely got another was it like that at Bolton was it petulant like yeah, that yeah Players. He's yeah. garbage. Well, yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. yeah. People have been calling him Aldi Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a top scorer, though, isn't he? 
He had a little purple <laughs> patch, didn't he? Where he, when he uh, scored against Stoddard, earlier. Yeah, yeah, through the awesome, I think, and he banged a few goals in. But he's... Uh, the, I mean, his strength is he's a, he's a tall one, isn't it? So he's just playing to his head a lot. Yeah. But the, um, to be fair to them, though, they, they didn't play the game like other teams did. They? they didn't really, you know, sort of sit back. Mm-hmm. And I know we got the early goal, but we had, we've had the early goal against... I think Fleetwood have got an early goal, and Fleetwood still sat back. You know, so at least he had a goal, and, and that that made for a, probably the best league match we've had in a while, isn't it? In entertainment terms, mm. I didn't realise Musa were playing from Musa was at West Ham, came on the second half. Oh yeah, Musa was it Musa? A former West Ham player, anyway, came on in the second half. How, how former? Did he play against us in the cup? No, 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 we played against us in the Premier League. Uh, midfielder came on massive thighs, great big thighs here. Yeah. Right, you'd be the one to notice that, wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 I don't know if his legs, I don't know if his eyes. Oh, <laughs> his thighs. 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 No, no, he did, he had really big, chunky thighs in it. Right, he gave me some stick when I was on about the You go back to the. Can I just go back to where I've been waiting patiently to get I know it's a shot, I know. Going back to what you said before about Caldwell's nine players, right? Fantastic. Nine players signed by Gary Caldwell in a team of 11, Cook's 11. Because they're not a team for me. There were a bunch of individuals before, but now they're a team. I'm talking about lost players around here, Morsi, Power, Powell, and all the Great. They're all fantastic, aren't they? They're all contributing in a team. Powell, as well. I don't know, I, I should know, Satman, but I didn't count them. How many times did he win the ball back? He's not just a goal scorer, he's not just a creative player. The number of times he won the ball back against Gillingham was, I don't know, must have been half a dozen times. Excellent. I you're the stat man yeah. so if you don't know we've no chance have we <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean talking about that when you look at all the players you mentioned about Max Power uh, stepping up for them I think all them players have improved this season under the coaching what's going on they have they've all improved and not just like because we're top of the league but you look at Will Grigg now how many, bo- how many balls is he winning off centre a lot better all yeah. them players not just a goal scorer he'll still he'll still <coughs> score the goals but it's the goals he's done, he? He's hungry, you can see it. The mood in the camp's completely different as well, isn't it? The outlook. Nathan Byrne, he's a different player for me. The team. Plays for James. He's James. He's, I mean, when, when we first signed him, it was a big big price, that, for a League One player, wasn't it? I think we paid over two million for him, and he, he wasn't... No. I thought we paid than, over two, just less than a million, probably. <laughs> 40,000. Oh, okay. <laughs> similar, isn't it? But it, it, it's still, it's still come from United, hasn't it? And he still lost some money to me and you, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I'm not going to be pocket tonight. <laughs> Just some Vintage bonbons. <laughs> but you, even though we, obviously that season we did well, I, I was never that impressed. But he lacked a bit of confidence. He seemed he didn't really want to take the ball on down the line. He'd, he'd come back inside and pass it. And now he'll. He'll run past Jacobs, make that, that run and, and exactly the same on the other side. We, we have that move and I'm sure other teams know what we're going to do, but the problem is they just can't stop it. Can they? How many times have we got to the line? You know, we did struggle left-back, didn't we, as well, because I know Kellett came in 
um, and didn't really provide much competition. I think now he's got some real competition in the form of your good friend uh, Cal Melder. I think it's it's pushed him onto that next level now he's come back from injury as well. He looks like the cup left back, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll be the one crossing in on uh, on the Monday. Yeah, making Raheem Sterling. Yeah. I think one of the things as well is, uh, if we go back to last season under Warren Joyce, oh, nobody yeah, went past the man with the ball, did they? No. When we was attacking. No, we've got three and four players bombing past the man with the ball, and it's create, like Adam says, T- teams are struggling to call there's no um, logic behind people not getting forward under Joyce because when people don't get forward they don't need to get players back when you actually bomb people forward that pushes the teams back which gives us more chance yeah. you know what I mean it happened once and, it, and that as soon as we lose the ball we lose it back yeah. and it was Reese Bloody Burke yeah and we scored yeah. it was ridiculous how yeah. he set the teams yeah. up and he's doing Spot. it again in Australia apparently and they want him out so Spot, spot on what Gareth said though, he's, he's highlighting on Nick Powell, but all of the team, they just, just seem angry, don't they now, when yeah. they lose the ball? Yeah, because you're always going to lose the ball, aren't you? But it's what you do when you, you've lost it. It's that desire to get it back, and how many times do we win the ball back? And then actually that then creates a good opportunity for yeah. us to attack, because they've, they've come forward to try and attack yeah. themselves. There was, a couple of, there was a couple of occasions where Gillingham were pressing and went forward, and they got the ball to a wide man. We've got three people, you know, Morsi and whichever fullback it is, and the centre back. Just come on, and Jacob's dropping back or on the other wing, the other one. and they've nowhere to go because you know, like, we just want the ball back or, or yeah. want them in a certain position. One thing as well that I think is an important point to make is his backroom team that he's brought in. I think you've got to look at that, and particularly with the fitness levels as well that they've got. But also they seem to be able to manage the play as well, you know, in, in terms of the fitness. Because, you know, we're not picking up little nickels as much as we were before. Powell's been managed well, hasn't he, this season? I bet there's only th- maybe th- two or three games he hasn't started. He still likes to lie down, though, doesn't he? Well, he likes to lie down, yeah. but maybe that's part, part of the manage. That, that's just important. <laughs> he, he, he tries to have a moment, doesn't he? He tries... Um, Pretending he's injured to worry everyone because he knows everyone loves him. <laughs> yeah. He actually goes off sometimes just because he wants to. Like he did on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. There's no wrong with him, but no, he, no. Just, he, was, he was limping everything. He was over five. Just to basically you will worry everyone. Yeah. It's a sure man, isn't yeah. I mean, he? The other thing you've noticed he likes doing as well, he always likes going off early so he can have a shaking hands, can't he? Which I'm having everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're injured, you're down the tunnel, aren't you? Getting some treatment, getting warmed and, and treated. <laughs> Not sat on bench in cold, getting pals, are you? <laughs> um, he's a, he's a, yeah. No bookings for us on, on Saturday. Which no, you wish Morsi would have got booked. Well, I think he were very lucky not to get a book because there was an incident in the second half where somebody went past him and he grabbed their arm and pulled. I don't know if anybody else saw this and he pulled. <coughs> and we were shouting, "No, no, no!" Then thinking, "Oh, hang on a minute, two game booking." Blah, blah, blah. But we yeah. don't want him out though, do we? We don't want him to get booked. We don't want him to miss. He could get something stupid. You know what I mean? He's going to get booked, and he's going to miss City, and he would be very important if we were going to have a chance against City. Yeah, well, because he'd be playing Perkins up against De Bruyne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, I like Perkins, but uh, no, I'm sorry. That's not that will be a matchup, won't it? Yeah. Um, what about Right. So good. Uh, Good three points, another clean sheet for us. Chris Walton again, keeping. I mean, he must be bored. He must be because he's he's not dominating again. Any player in the world, <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't do anything, does he? He just 
dies every now and yeah. again. Puts his drinks curtain behind, behind nets and... No wonder he's loving life at Wigan. Oh, he is, yeah. Getting paid for standing there, room for yeah. the Guess the deck's right, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> they came close to once, didn't they? They hit the post, didn't they? And, yeah. Uh, Goal wheel died again. Goal wheel died again. Two on matches in a row in league, aren't it? Yeah, no side goal. We've got the refs on our side, haven't we? Well, well if, if you want to score, you've got to score properly. Can't be offside. Nope. It's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> um... Right, just before we move on to other things, um, just a quick flashback to the transfer window. Uh, big surprise, I think, for us all last week when uh, Devante Cole was signed later on in the window. Uh, unexpected. Uh, not somebody I know too much about. Anybody got any any uh, inside information? He went to, from Bradford to Fleetwood for about £100,000. Um, There's no mention of a fee, is there? To remember him in that league game against Charlie, did he? He let far post in, looping header in. Yeah, he don't remember him doing that much else though. He wasn't. But they're saying that was it was an FA Cup game against Charlie. He wasn't the greatest player, but no fleet will play were great against Charlie. Uh, you just hope he's got got something in his locker like his dad had. Hmm. Like Eric Cantona. Because mm. mm. yeah. he carried his dad, didn't he, for quite a while. Yeah. Anyway, he might be all right. Uh, you, you, you can't, can't touch him, can we? How old is he? Twenty. One. Twenties. You can only judge him. You know the style of plays that he's been. Where you know Bradford Fleetwood might not have suited him, but he might fit in here. He might mm-hmm. not. It's the scouts obviously done some research on them, and they, yeah. they're not going to waste money. It's wheeling money as well. At the end of the day, it's not going to be wasted. Yeah, we've never stage. wasted wheeling's money before. It's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Like this stage in was it you Adam who was saying that uh, Sheffield United were looking at him in summer yeah and they were asking for one and a half million in summer ah. and uh, they wouldn't budge on it so now obviously I think it's low low hundred thousands if that there's got to be something in there out there for a rival club in this league to, to let him go mm. well you know he'll have a sell on clause well they all do I mean that's something Jonathan Jackson said aren't it that all Benefited us, I think, all, yeah. all teams in the lower leagues are doing Which it. Which they've said has allowed us to, you know, it was a catalyst of events, wasn't it? The Jack Hendry. Jack, Jack Hendry moved from Dundee to Celtic. Celtic yeah. for a. What's, what fee was that, do we know? One and a half million. Okay. I think we, we get about. We got 600,000. Okay. So that's that's what they said have freed up some money for, for our transfer for the movement. Probably bought most of our players. Funded most of our yeah. Good, good yeah. first game for Jack Hendry as well, didn't they? They lost <laughs> the second game in 70, was it, in domestic football? And he, and he played most of the game, didn't he? On he, he played all the game. See what, Jamie Walker came yeah, on and looked yeah. very yeah. excitable, and yeah. Jamie Walker came on Saturday, didn't yeah, he? Did, yeah, I thought he started off quite nervous, though. That's a good thing to talk about, isn't it, Jamie Walker? I thought he started a little bit nervously. Excitable. But as the game went on, he didn't mind leaving a footy either, did he? So I know he's going to find him, doesn't he? Yeah. Good on really. The other guy you couldn't really tell because you only got 10 minutes, didn't you? Yeah. My scout in Scotland, uh, <laughs> Dave, Scott Dave, alright Dave, tells me that he's definitely a championship player, at least his level. Uh, I've, I've heard that a few, few Arts fans as well. Uh, and again, he has, he's got big thighs, I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. No. He was out Saturday night for his tea anyway. And the other gun. Right. 
Bit of a quick spies on everyone. Yeah. Uh, no, he came and joined me. <laughs> <laughs> right then, let's let let's get round to this elephant in the room then, the new owners. Right, so you got a bit of info though on uh, who or what they may be. Um, who or what they may be? Well, I think if you've not seen it on social media and. Uh, reputable and non-reputable news outlets. Yeah, reports tonight. Reports. Yes, Sky Sports News. I know I've been um, popping something on that the International Entertainment Corporation have um, well, made made inroads to the purchase of Wigan Athletic Holdings Limited and Wigan Athletic AFC Limited. Um, so, quick Google. Let's find out a bit more about these people and the hotel, casino kind of industry, aren't they? And at the top of the tree is uh, quite a wealthy family. In mm. the, uh, it's just it, it, it's it's part of a uh, an arm, isn't it, of uh, a multi multi group sort of um, organisation. And now they've got fingers in many pies, so we say. They were when they buy Wigan, wasn't they? Well. Garden, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it says here the group is principally engaged in, lo- in hotel operations and leasing of properties for casino and ancillary leisure and entertainment operations. Mm. There's a couple of billionaires involved as well, isn't there? There's the Chengs, obviously. Chengs, yeah. I don't know how much actually they own of the company, but some people seem to, I've seen some uh, mention that they're in the background and these people are, are working for them sort of thing I don't know if that's true or not and Doctor I don't know his, I Stanley don't know. Doctor Stanley is, is he a billionaire by himself Um, I have no idea is he the poker player Um, mm-hmm. I don't yes he is maybe. yeah, yeah he don't know him he won six million dollars uh, over <coughs> over the Christmas period playing poker ok is there, and Gareth just, likes a game of poker don't you no, he never won six million dollars. <laughs> and it turns Sharky's chippy into the casino. That would be uh, interesting, wouldn't it? Mm. It could be, yeah. Well, if you like poker, when, when we when we get started, we, we might go on a good run. <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit of a gamble, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know anything about poker, so. Oh, you're showing your hand too early, there. <laughs> well, in future, I will be cleared to in the chest. Uh, Stuart, uh, looking at Wigan Athletic from the outside and being a Bolton Wonders supporter, and obviously your club's been skint for a couple of years now, haven't they? Um, <laughs> 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 I, <laughs> because we're, I mean, I'm wrapped up in the excitement of it, though I do have some reservations, and I know other people have got a lot of reservations and are not excited. Um, what, what do you think about it from the outside looking in? Well, you're right to have reservations, aren't you? Um, I guess there's, there's two things, isn't there? If, if you're going to do anything in a club like Bolton Wigan now, getting back to the upper reaches of the Championship, you know, even possibly, you know, if you've got any dreams of getting back in the Premier League, if you even want to, you're only going to do it with investment. Uh, you know, it's it's absolutely, you know, it's essential. But look at Birmingham. You know, Birmingham's got a pile load of, I think that's Chinese money, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's into there, and look what's happened to them. 
So it, it isn't just about the money. You, you, you're right to have reservations. There's a lot of talk been going on about are they going to keep Jonathan Jackson and is Sharpie going to have a role? And, and you sort of think if they're going to remain involved and not just paying lip service, if they're really going to remain involved, then you'd like to think you know, that's a real thing to be positive about, isn't it? Cause yeah, definitely. Um, but if they're not, or they're just going to be stooges for a couple of years whilst they they get rid of them and it turns into a bit of a Venkies, um, although they've got a few more bod than Venkies, of course, then, um, yes, yeah, it, it could be quite scary, couldn't it? Mm. But there's worse problems to have than a, Ch a Chinese billionaire mm. throwing money at you. Mm. <laughs> so... Yeah. Right now, if it was my club, I think I'd be on the... Uh, I think my glass would be closer to the top than the bottom. Yeah. No. Adam, with your uh, legal background, shall we say, uh, <laughs> I know you've had a quick look at the uh, the sheets that we've brought in tonight. Uh, what do you make of it? Um, well, I'm certainly not an expert in getting... I think there's, there's greater legal minds than me will, that will... Uh, you some of these terms or what, you know... Um, 14 day, whatever it says. What exclusivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what does that mean? I'm not a company lawyer, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to have that. <laughs> term sheet as well, what's... Term sheet, what's the term sheet? He doesn't know. Uh, no. Oh, this is a term sheet. I'm not going <laughs> to Oh, is it, yeah. It's yeah. that thing over there. So it's just like a, a, a description of what's happening. Yeah, I presume yeah, it is. I guess it's like heads of terms, isn't it? Yeah. Where you're setting out, essentially, we're, we're, we're no talking there's a period of time, there's exclusivity, we're not allowed to hawk themselves in front of anybody else at this moment in time. There'll be a fixed period of time, the term sheet will likely um, define what the broader goals are, um, what they're heading towards, and hopefully this time will, you know, those things will be achieved and agreement will be made and ownership will be transferred. So, uh, reading that the day, the 14th of <coughs> February, it in your opinion, does that mean that the sale could possibly be transferred on that day? Yeah, well, that, that's that's what they'll be expecting to happen. Right. If there's a small delay to that, then that's probably not unusual. Yeah. So the 28th of February, if, you, if they can't reach that date, it's like yeah. a, you'd, probably, you'd probably think that they'd want to get it across the line, wouldn't they? Especially with the game that's coming up, City. following that one, yeah, yeah, to be announced and all that. It's obviously in the... It, I mean, it's certainly <coughs> obvious, really, but it's in the final stages, isn't it? Because obviously all this has been... Because there was... I think there was confidentiality agreements in place originally. Obviously there's the odd little thing that's dripped out, hasn't it? That's obviously caused all the rumours to circulate over the last two or three months. Um, and then obviously we had the... We knew that something was happening officially, didn't we, about a month ago with the AGM announcement. And obviously now we're getting a better idea, aren't we, of what's, what's going to happen. Um... In terms of the club, I think I'm pretty much the same view, really. I think we've got to be positive about it, because we've talked a few times about this. It's, it's giving us that dream again, isn't it? I mean, you always have the dream as a football fan, but it's more realistic, isn't it, to, to, to say that we can be getting back up into the, you know, the higher reaches of the championship. And then you never know. You know, there are teams up there who you'd look at them, like Cardiff would get promoted possibly this year. You never know. Bristol City have been hanging around there as well. Derby County. Derby County, yeah. So, you know, you've got a chance if you've got if you've got that finance. But it's 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 only a chance, as we've said before. 
having all that money doesn't guarantee you anything. It's you all know, the stability in it. There are teams who, what Villa last year spent an absolute fortune and finished probably in the bottom half of the table, didn't yeah. they, last year? Doesn't look at Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've just got to, you've got to spend well, haven't you? You've got to spend well. Um, and hopefully the, the continuity of management as well, which I think is crucial yeah. because yeah. I've, we, that's the one thing that does worry me. We've seen that before, haven't we? It's never worked. Keep changing manager after manager after manager. Look at Leeds; they've been targeting for promotion the last few years. They keep changing manager, changing manager. It's not done them any changing good, up, is it? Changing, up, changing owners as well. They've only, yeah. changed their owners in the last twelve months. Leeds haven't they? they thought it was going to get better, and again they've. They've sacked to manage it. I mean, I think, I suspect most Leeds fans were probably saying who this Christiansen was anyway when they got him, but he's only a couple of places off playoffs and he's gone. Now they've signed a Barnsley, ma- got a ma- Barnsley manager who's not won, as it always won. One in 15. One in 15 matches. Crazy. He'll, pro- he'll probably last about six matches. That's the, <laughs> only, that's the only thing that I don't want us to end up like like a Leeds or a, I think Forrester and another one, aren't they? They're, they seem to like changing managers at the moment. Birmingham for a while were like that, weren't they? It's just... That, they were that, seventh when they sat Gary Rowan. Yeah. This guy, is, this guy is very good, who we've got. I, I'm, you know, I think he's a fantastic manager. Um, I was talking to a Chesterfield fan, actually, and he said, straight away we got him, that's it, you're going to get promoted. He said he's fantastic, really positive, talks well, communicates well positive isn't he and I'd just like to think that this is this is somebody who deserves to manage in higher divisions and I just hope we can come through this exciting adventure with us and still be there at the I mean, but we've got the teams with him isn't it we've got his backroom staff are quite good and we've obviously we've got an ex-international footballer Peter Reid pulling strings as well behind the scenes I mean I don't know what role whether it's like a director of football or whatever it is Reid is doing but He's talked about it in high esteem by, by the players down there as well and the rest of the coaching staff. Well, Reid, I think he loves just loves his football, doesn't he? And he's obviously lives local, doesn't he? And he cut met him, didn't he? Or did he meet him on a coaching course or something? And he got yeah. got on quite well. And, and obviously he's given him a chance to, to get back in the game, but without that pressure, hasn't he? Mm. You know, he doesn't. I think he's fair. He was for some reason he's faced the media once. I don't know what was happening that day. Maybe it was a uh, after playing Plymouth, wasn't it? And he used to play. He used to manage Plymouth, didn't he? Oh, he is that it? Yeah. yeah. But he, he's, he's doing well at back. He just likes doing his little uh, before match speeches as well and telling his telling his stories about Maradona in 1986. So it's, <laughs> it's great, really, because you know he's to be fair, he is a legend of the game, isn't he? Mm. So, uh, despite having a few reservations, which uh, we all have, must have a little bit, because um, it's the unknown, isn't it, and we don't know what's going to uh, going to unfold in front of us. But we're, we're all quite excited and positive about it, aren't we? Uh, Who owns the ground? Uh, Wigan Athletic Holding Company. It's not Welco and. No, well, that's been sold. That the buying, right. so that's part of the deal. So that's been confusing, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the ground will go as part of this deal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. I mean, it was up to the rugby. Then. No. Uh, he, uh, about eight, eight or nine years ago, David Whelan said he was going to give the ground to the football club, didn't he? So he was just going to transfer it over. Then it never happened, and, and you weren't allowed to ask any questions about this. So I don't know what what has gone on. Do you think? Uh, just quick question: What you just mentioned, Whelan? Do you think he'll he'll be given some sort of ceremonial role? <coughs> might be like life president or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I think the Majeski is still. Is he involved still? At 
At Reading? Yeah. Yeah. That type of... You'd like to think you'd that he would, wouldn't you? Well, there's statues at the front, isn't it? You know, so... <laughs> well, if that, if that gets knocked down, it's <laughs> then we know <laughs> what's happening. They're going to take it to his house instead. <laughs> what driveway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather ride into country club, wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, Sam, you, you sort of mentioned off air last week about the, the possibility of the stadium being rebranded as well in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, and it's it's a way of them generating some money, isn't it? You know, they can either go with perhaps one of their companies that they've got to bring in some extra revenue, or last city do with the Etihad and yeah, they pay yeah. X amount so it's it's going to be something. There's going to be a lot more yeah. out there and on the shuttle. I mean, it's good for a Wigan, isn't it? Ayek, Ayek. <laughs> I, 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 I think is you, you're going to see a lot more. You're going to see a lot of changes, aren't you, in respect of merchandise? One thing we don't want to see changes. What they don't care. We don't see them chuck colours change from blue to red. And when it goes to cherry and white, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh. oh t- changing that name was that Hull, wasn't it? Hull to Hull Tigers. Yeah. 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 Well, it'd be Wigan Phoenix, wouldn't it? Like the, let's change it to let's change it from yeah. Runners Club will be unhappy, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to there's talk of investment in the ground and rejuvenating yeah. that and yeah. and the community as well and the community yeah there's you know. talk of that so tell you what, when you talk about investment in stadiums you're usually talking about making them bigger I, I'd like them to chop half of it down and just, <laughs> just take a lot of seats out of the back of the south stands out. <laughs> just you know, why not because yeah. let's be honest club yeah it's back five doors out fill the corners because <laughs> the corners not being filled in make it the atmosphere disappears as well. Do you know football fans in Wigan though to get if they got back to the Premier League you'd get you'd get your twenty thousand plus. You should fill the corners in just to wind everybody else up. We've increased the capacity of our stadium. Oh, no. oh that'd be really well, that'd be <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Because yeah. we can. Yeah. yeah. So we can have more we could have more empty seats. Yeah. Yeah. Plymouth fans would love it, wouldn't they? More empty the better. Well I was, when it was built, it was built so that they could actually put another tier on top. So, you know, you get the tier on top of the, uh, the east stand. Yeah. Or the west stand would be better. Keep that sun out of my eyes or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so, uh, it was in, in, in 99 when it opened, it was built for a reason. Because we wanted to sell it out in the Premier League. And that's what happened. We mm. sold it out, I don't know how many times, five or six times. We got 24, 25,000. And, you know, if we got back there again, guaranteed, certainly for the first season, we'd be selling it out again. There's enough football fans who'd, who'd come along who might have Wigan as the second team. Always fills up as well, don't they? When them United fans suddenly, <coughs> suddenly, <coughs> suddenly have a history on the uh, day-to-day. Yeah. It's the east and west have nearly sold out, yeah. so... No, and there's a good two weeks to go, so you'd expect it to be sold out. Yeah, now all season tickets... Uh, Seats open sale now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Open season. Meanwhile, back on Earth, we've got the prospect <laughs> of going into the championship next year, and as we discussed during the conversation before, there's some massive teams in there. Two, yeah. And we can have some big attendances next year, and hopefully the new investors can get us going with Kuki on board and the team mm-hmm. pushes in the right direction. That's all I want, anyway. Mm. We're cooking up a new recipe, won't we? For, and that success. recipe, success, yeah. Right, okay. So uh, maybe this time next week we might know a little Defend bit more. This time next year, <coughs> we're billionaires. Rodney, 
<laughs> Quite cool. Right, Simon, have you got a League One roundup for us? Yeah, and I'll be. are you going to incorporate ticks predicts into it as well? Yeah, can be. Yeah. Okay, then. Uh, just uh, five points. Um, just uh, well, yeah. Northampton Town manager Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank says John o- John John Joe O'Toole is not being a tool anymore, and has stuck to the right balance with his physicality on the pitch. He was uh, getting himself into a bit of bother as a centre midfielder that we have was doing at the start of the season. Um, Oldham Athletic have signed former Crystal Palace and brother of Christian um, striker Jonathan Benteke on loan to the end of the season, so. They're uh, trying to kick on from the foot of uh, League One and in a bit of a uh, decent form at the moment. Hold them. Uh, MK Don's captain, Dean Lewington, has uh, said that the club have sleepwalked into a relegation scrap at the bottom of League One. Um, after a team that you know came down, you'd expect them to be in that top half competing, but obviously not, not the case to be. Um, <coughs> according to Plymouth Argyle midfielder uh, Anthony Saravec, he believes the rest of League One are now wary of playing them. Um, Good job we don't have to play them again then. No, no. I mean, we picked up six points as well. I'd say it's a bad job we don't play them again. I mean, it's been easy so far, so bring them on every week. Yeah, we'll take 150 fans again, won't we? And get three yeah. points. <laughs> and then we have mentioned before Bristol City have sacked their manager, Stuart McCall, after a run of six. Bradford Bristol City. City. Bradford, Bradford City. I have sat the manager Stuart McCall after almost six successive defeats in all competitions. Mm. <laughs> um, we haven't got time for that today. <laughs> that was last week's way. It was on Friday. We don't talk about yeah. any matches. <laughs> I never mentioned Bolton. Um, you just did then. Managed to mention Bristol City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, tips for days. Come on. Who's top of the table? What's right. going on? Well, Gareth Scott's uh, score right last week with a 2 0 uh, home win, um, which is seeing him push up the table a little bit. Um, so, from the bottom, we'll do the listeners because uh, <laughs> Rob and Mick are fighting it out for last place <laughs> down, down there. So, listen, listeners are on 15 points with uh, one correct score this season. Uh, Paul's in sixth with, well, joint fifth actually with Adam <laughs> with 21 points, two correct yeah. results. Gareth's in fourth with 22 points, three correct. Uh, Adam Pendlebury's in third on 27 points with four correct scores, and he's three points behind Barry, who's in second with 30 points, five <coughs> correct scores, and then I'm five clear with 35.7 correct scores. So it's all to play for as we. Uh, du- end of the season. Double game yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, we're going to double game this this week, haven't we? So uh, some points to pick up here. So let's let's get straight into this. Straight then on Saturday, um, down at Roots Hall, where the last time we were down there it was a rather boring nil nil drab affair. Uh, so let's hope for something a little bit better this this uh, this Saturday. Uh, the referee for the game is Andy Woolmer. Uh, from North Ants, he's done 13 games, not many, 26 yellows and 2 reds, he's not issued many cards either. Uh, he last refed us in October 2016 when we drew nil apiece down at Brentford in the Championship. Previously we played South Ends just 17 times, of which we won 9, drawn 1 and lost 7. Uh, the last time we lost against them was 20 seasons ago, the 1997-98 season. Uh, 
they did the double over us that John Dean yeah. John Dean mm. season yeah so um, Gareth you got some form yes um, they currently sit 15th position in League 1 with 37 points having played 30 won 10 drawn 7 and lost 13 of their games scoring 36 goals and conceding 49 the last 6 they've won 3 and lost 3 the last 2 games they beat Scunthorpe 3-2 and won away at Peterborough so 2 wins on the bounce they've just got sat their boss haven't they uh, 2 games ago yeah. former former Bolton manager yeah Manager, yeah, assistant manager. He was Allardyce's assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's 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 the brass in? Powell, isn't it? Chris Powell. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, uh, Who I think are oh, quite rare. Right, Powell, man, I think he's a decent Brother manager. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good acquisition for them, isn't it? I think he's a good, good manager. I think he was unlucky somewhere, was it? Charlton, he was that one, yeah. That was another one with bad owners, though, isn't it? Charlton. Yeah. Uh, Gareth, how do you see this one going? And your prediction, of course, is one way. <coughs> one way. I'm going to stick with me 2 0 again. Paid me off last week. Adam? So, other than game, we, recently we seem to be playing teams who, whose forms had an upturn, really. I mean, two, um, Gillingham and Plymouth in particular, and these have just won two in a row, but doesn't really seem to phase us. It's almost like we see it as more of a challenge and we're up for the game. So did go for a nil-nil last week uh, just to sort of get us out of that jinx of nil-nils really. So I'll go back to realism this week and I think we're going to win this one 4 nil. <laughs> Adam? Well, I'm not going to get up this table by going with wins because I feel like I need to call the unpredictable and get a few points on the board. So I think we're going to struggle in this one, and Southend always seem to be quite strong at home, and they always score a few goals. Um, scored against Shrewsbury, which we have, we didn't manage. Um, scored to beat Scunthorpe three-two. So I think we might fall two down, but I think we'll uh, get it back to two-two. So I'll go for a two-two. Desmond. Desmond. Mm-hmm. Stuart is a, uh, yeah, no, I, you I, can do the listeners yeah I had a quick look at the, the results I was surprised to see that they'd beaten Scunthorpe Scunthorpe were a good side um, and then winning away at Peterborough um, so they're on a bit of a high new manager bounce and all that um, and yeah I, I'd have thought one apiece uh, Harry Right, well, we're much better away from home than we are at home, and we're quite good at home. <laughs> so, uh, we don't concede goals, 13 goals in, in uh, all the games this season. How many have we played, Gareth? 28. 28. 28 games concede 13 goals. Uh, there's only one way this is going to go, and it's going to be 3 0 last. You'd like to think with a win percentage of 68%. We'd, uh, we'd pick up a win. Um, before I do the odds, I'm going to go for a 3-1 Wigan win. Back to 3-1. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> the trans tested. So South End are 9-2, the draw 13-5, and the Latics are 2-1. Don't know. I hope the 3-1. I'm not going to that one because that's 
<coughs> that's wrong. I've been looking at something else there as well. <laughs> Stuff that. Sh- anyway. South End one nil twelve to one two nil twenty eight to one two one sixteen to one and three nil South End win is a hundred to one. The draws nil nil eight to one one all six to one Desmond eighteen to one three all ninety to one. Uh, the Latics, 1 0, 5 to 1, 2 0, 6 to 1, t- 2 1, 15 to 2, and 3 0, 11 <laughs> to 1. First goal scorers, uh, Pauli and Gregor at 72, Devante Coles in at 92. Uh, well, we've got quite a few players ahead of their um, top striker in Simon Cox, who's at 7 to 1. Mm. Excellent. Uh, Tuesday night, we're back at the DW. Uh, for a local derby, uh, Blackpool are in town. The Tangerines. Rob Jones is the referee. Thirty games, eighty-two yellows, six reds. One of those reds being the last time he refereed us against Portsmouth down at the DW when he, he sent off Shea Dunks. Yeah. Uh, we've played Blackpool forty-six times around the years. Twenty-one wins, ten draws. And 15 defeats. It's a full season against Blackpool. 46. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got 60, 70 odd points there as well. 73 points. Enough for playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. Yeah, that'll do. Blackpool every week, it'd be playoffs. So, Gareth, any form of those? Well, they're not doing too sparkling, as the league position would suggest. They're currently 18th in League One. From the 30 games, they've got 34 points. The last six games, they've just won the one away at Rochdale 2-1 and most recently they drew one apiece at Bury <laughs> so they're not doing too smartly. one all at Bury eh? <laughs> <laughs> As you see, yeah. they've actually won one drawn three and lost two of the last six mm. how do you see it? smash them four now four? jeez <laughs> I, don't, well, I, I can never be so positive just one thing, I think one thing for sure it can't possibly rain as hard as the last time we played them anyway yeah. but I think they were in decent form then actually last time we played them uh, I think they were pretty tired to be honest it's a home game though isn't it so a little negative at all I'm going to go for um, a scrappy one now I don't. Um, I go for a scrappy two-one. I think you know um, Tuesday night, a lot of games. We're looking forward to City. We might have our heads off it a bit um, after a two-two draw at Southend's or so. One nil wins. So uh, yeah, I'll go two-one. Keep it you know realistic. Uh, we might see the own goal, something stupid like that. Yeah. We've got to start conceding at some point. We surely can't keep going on like we are. Why not? I've known you so negative, Adam. I just, just, just can't <laughs> 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 see. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to mix it up. You know what I mean? We, people aren't predicting we're conceding, so if I'm going to get back in this league table, I've got to go against the uh, go against the book. So you, say. Yeah, but you might not be getting back in it. You might be falling. Well, that's away. Is that the gamble? Nothing to lose. Nothing no. to lose. No. So let's go for just it. Just throwing everybody up in the last yeah. few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart? Um, to my mind, you always beat Blackpool, don't you? Uh, that's what it feels like to me. Other than that 4 0. 
few years ago in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, they're a pretty side, aren't they? They've got Jay Spearing playing for them, which I've never quite understood in signing for them. But he doesn't seem to have done much for them whilst he's been there. But I, I yeah, I think 2-0. Um, uh, I, I agree with everyone, they're a very poor side. Uh, they're not going to score. And uh, I think we'll play some free flowing football for the first half and just tighten it up as we're 4 0 in front of half time. We'll <laughs> and it'll finish 4 0. Yeah. It's so second in this league. So we're going to play like Nick Powell. It's like these two, you're in some sort of. Uh, play a bit of a game and then stroll about and then <laughs> take ourselves off after well, did we not do that on Saturday? Did we not play. Get two goals up and then switch off on Saturday. Second half was rubbish. It was. Yeah, it was How many times have we said that as well this season? Second half. Well, it's too easy like for us to like like get sleep on, isn't it? Yeah. Just it's like yeah. Adam playing me on FIFA. That's how easy it is. It's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, yeah. What's your side? Well, <clears throat> I've gone for a sensible 3 0 uh, home win by half time. I think we might as well get the takeover sorted in the second half while uh, Blackpool's still trying to have a shot at Christian Walton's net. We're going to get beat now, aren't we? We're all Blackpool fans, aren't we? We say we don't get beat by Blackpool, but I remember once under Rossler when we were getting ready for the playoffs, we, they beat us 2 0. And then uh, there was that. All the way in charge. Yeah, there was that December night where it was. Uh, not night, it was at 3 o'clock, but it was in. Last yeah. time we were in League One, at our place, they yeah. scored a corner early on and it was the worst game I've ever seen. We lost 1-0, didn't we? We lost 1-0. And uh, after that, we went on like a 20 game. Yeah, but that so weren't the league though, were it? That was the LDV. Oh, no, we lost 1-0. It, lost was, it was in the league. We beat them 4-0 in the other one. We lost to Barnes in the uh, LDV. Oh, of course we did, yeah. Of course we did. I remember yeah. playing them at um, their place in the League Cup. We got beat off them, didn't we? The season before they got promoted to the Premier League and was in that little rickety yeah. stand. Bloomfield Road here, but they're a poor club, aren't they? At least they're coming out the other side of the difficulty. Oh, he's gone, on not yeah. Which is a good thing because it is good. It is. You want for the fans? It's, yeah. it's well, one Iceland's gone, but because one they've had a bit of a family spat. Yeah, that's an assistant. Yeah. So well, there, there are there are a lot of black people. I mean, I was talking to one the other week. Follows them up and down the country, but won't step foot inside of the Bloomfield Road. No, yeah. And you just hope we get the, the for, for them get the their club back, aren't they? You know, it's a lot of work. He went, or he was going to go the other week because of the Jimmy Armfield thing, but of course he got postponed. Yeah, didn't he? yeah. Well, he's the same. He won't set foot in home ground, but he goes away. Yeah. It's whether the Latvian will um, step in now, won't he? No, he's got. He's going to get his money, but whether who's been offered to go. Right. Okay. Uh, while we're talking about Bill, just. Uh, uh, a bit of positive news uh, because we'll only make to Blackpool. Uh, Jordan Flores back in training with the under 18, so great to hear that after his uh, accident in the, in the, the autumn. Uh, fantastic. Anybody wants to bring anything up before we close this evening? No. Tickets for sales are going well, aren't they, for the City game? Yeah. <coughs> nice to be on uh, TV. BBC did a little bit yesterday with Emerson Boyce at the Swansea Notts County mm-hmm. um, game, and you still got you still got that passion on team that like that pride of obviously taking Joseph out and, and yeah. all that, but lifting the cup for for Wigan. It's yeah. it's 
Which leads us nicely on to next week's podcast because it's the pre-City game and uh, hopefully uh, Emerson Boyce is going to be joining us along with Paul Kendrick in the studio. So, uh, you know, that should be interesting. <coughs> There's a lot of things to talk about next week. And, uh, yeah, there could, could be a hell of a lot to talk about. <laughs> well, we've got about two games to review to start with. Well, we might not have time to review them. If, uh, you know, yeah. we've got the takeover, we've got the City game, hopefully we're going to have Boyce here. Uh, so Bump, bumper edition mix. that's why we saved the uh, recording time last week <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. we'll get, get more minutes tonight like new batteries next week Barry there's new batteries in there <coughs> oh, oh yeah apologies uh, if, if you listeners are still with us at the stage <laughs> uh, apologies for last week because uh, my batteries ran out it's not the first time my batteries have ran out but uh, I think it was the first time for the podcast Oh, I did remember just just in indirect um, link to us because obviously we got the Rock, Rochdale game called off last week. It was that that pitch last night. So that was disgraceful. It's obviously they've been told to get that FA Cup match played absolutely because this one half of the pitch was just it was was sand, wasn't it? They were calling out for um, I was looking on the officially Dale whatever it is sorry calling for fans to come and help them fill the holes on the pitch prior to the game. So maybe it was a good thing we didn't we didn't play there last week. Let's just take it to Staley Bridge. <laughs> just have the game at Staley Bridge. We used to watch we used to watch games like that in the seventies, didn't we? Yeah. We used to watch them down here in Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how yeah. it used to be, isn't it? Yeah. Just get on with it. We laid the middle of the pitch in two well, weeks, didn't we? Or something that went well, didn't it? <laughs> the Liverpool came and played just after it. Yeah, Mohican down the middle of the pitch. Yeah, it well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we are fine ones to talk. But then how do you like Bolton and it's alright? Because your pitch doesn't look too bad. Yeah, well... Because Bolton's never on it. They're just kicking up the earth. <laughs> 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 yeah, it doesn't play on the deck too much. Like that's, that's you know, it's, it's similar climates. You'd expect similar... Oh, it's built on a swamp line. Well, yeah. Well, it's a landfill as well. Middlebrook. It's an old... Yeah, but the, the clue's in the cycle, don't you know, like Marsh, Green, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's quite obvious you're going to have some problem. Do what Spurs are doing, they've got this retractable pitch, I mean obviously not that extreme that we're retracting a pitch out, but theirs is all raised up and going to be maintained that way. Yeah, Dr Stan and Mr Cheng, levitated out onto Dougie. I <laughs> think <laughs> they'll know what the dummy is yet. The fine home, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Over the Yellow River, will it? Yeah. See which way it swans out. <laughs> it swans, yeah. <laughs> Michelle will love that one, eh? Swans go. Yeah. Phil Dougie in. <laughs> That's a good way to end, isn't it? Phil I, I hope they've had a real, or- these new potential owners have had a real orientation of Wigan so they know where it's were. Well, they all know we're in North Western, isn't it? Yeah, we know, they know that. Pie shops and all that. I'll bring you back then, Doctor Stan for Pendolino. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's exciting times, potentially. Good night from me. Good night, Good night from us.